1: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van der Merva, and today in episode 128, we're going to tackle the topic, is this okay? How to know if a game or app is safe for your child. And I have a guest with me today, Lisa Honold, who is an expert in this field, and uh, I think you're going to be blown away by how much help that she can give you. Lisa, welcome. Thank you, Meryl. Good to be here. So Lisa, let's just kick off. Before we actually talk about the topic, could you just share with our readers, uh, listeners, not our readers, our listeners, who you are and where um, where you are active online?
2: Yes. So yes, my name is Lisa Honnold. I am director for the Center for Online Safety. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did a pivot in my business uh, because I saw my kids struggling. I've got a 16, 14 and 12 year old Uh, child. And um, I saw them struggling online. I saw their friends struggling and realized uh, I wanted to use my parenting background and skills to to help them navigate this tricky world that we're living in now. Uh, The Center for Online Safety exposes kids to the best of technology and helps parents protect them from from the worst of technology. Uh, The best place to find me is uh, center for online or on Facebook center for online safety.
1: Now I'm going to have links to, um, to the center for online safety and anything else. At least going to mention some specific items as she goes along and that will be in the show notes. You can find those at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. And I can tell you, I have spent some time on Lisa's website and this morning I also spent time on her Facebook page, spent a lot of time on there. There was just a lot of very interesting things. And I think that you will find that this is a good way to, when you're feeling like surfing at night, when you're tired, go surf her areas, because it'll be very productive surfing. Okay, so let's get to the topic. Uh, Lisa, we're going to be, you're going to be sharing with us how As parents, we can know whether a game or app is okay for your child to use. I know that, you know, back in the day when my kids were still at home and um, they did like to play online and they did like to play with various games and apps, this was a topic that, you know, I had to sit down and work through with them, but things have changed so much. So I'm glad that you're here to give a much more updated version to the parents. So share with us how parents can do this.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is called, um, my method is called the five steps to yes for games and apps. And it assumes that parents have already blocked downloads from their kids' devices so that their kid can't just access anything uh, without the the parent knowing. Um, So there are five steps to this process. And we start with number one, when your child comes and says, hey, can I have this game or app? you check in with your values. You ask some questions about, you know, what is this? Is it a first person shooter game? Is it a a social media uh, app where you're going to be private messaging with strangers? Tell me more about it. Uh, And then based on that, sometimes you can say yes or no right away. Uh, For me, my boys and I have gone back and forth with a game called Fortnite, which has been hugely (laughs) popular in the last couple of years And uh, although I I said yes, initially, I ended up pulling back when I realized it did not fit in with my values. And we all have different values and there's no judgment. But uh, for our family, it just wasn't working. So that first step of checking in with values is super critical. All right. And then where do we go next? Then you are going to spend 10 to 15 minutes looking at more information from a great website. The best website I can think of is called uh, commonsensemedia.org.
1: And it's a place that,
2: oh, isn't that a great website? That is
1: fantastic. I spend so much time on there.
2: The, The beauty of it is it's not just one perspective, right? You get the experts' opinions. You also have parents weighing in and kids saying, you know, it's for, it's for movies and games and any app you can think of. Uh, It's just a way to check in and say, what are the experts saying about this game? What are kids saying? Sometimes kids say, you know, it's appropriate for 10 years old, 10 year olds, and parents uh, might weigh in differently and say, no, you know, it's more probably 12 year olds. So it's a, it's a great place to go and do some research on what your child is asking about. So you can inform yourself and form some questions uh, for next steps, right? So um, is the game violent? Is there a private message component to the app? Are the locations uh, public uh, as a default setting or can you set them to private? There are things that you just need to know as a parent for safety um, so that you can start this conversation with your child. So you're gonna do that in advance, do some research on your own. Uh, the third thing is to ask your child to prepare their case, basically to, to, to sell it, to make an argument for why they want it. And you can give them some good websites. You can give them commonsensemedia.org as a website. Um, there are some great blogs out there too. There's a company called Bark that you can go to B-A-R-K like the dog has a blog that has all kinds of safety information, on different apps and excuse me, social media. Um, so let them spend some time on it. They're the ones that want it. They can educate themselves and put together a strong argument for why it makes sense to have. And, uh, you can tell them, you know, I'm, I'm expecting more than because all my friends have it, you know, is it, is it because it's a, a, a great game, it's going to teach you social skills. It's going to what tell me more about it and tell me how you're going to keep yourself safe what can i expect so let them do some of the
1: legwork i love that because it also gives them the buy-in because sometimes as much as they will love the idea of a game when they actually start to look themselves and realize the problems with it you know it's much better for them to start to come to that Determination, rather than you always telling them no, or them to kind of come and reluctantly almost say to you, "Well, I, I think it might be no." Or even when they, they might still try to argue their case, but at least when you kind of aren't convinced, they will know deep down inside that this is a good parenting decision. And it doesn't just help them in to actually decide whether to play a game or an app, but it's actually just good life lessons to learn to actually research things and to critically decide whether you should do something or not.
2: Yes. And it puts them in the parents' shoes for a minute, too. Like you said, they're going to get a sense of whether or not you're going to say yes or no based on what they're learning about it, which is a great skill to have. Right. Uh, A personal story back to Fortnite. My children, this is the second time we were looking at Fortnite as an option. They were I said, can you just show me a game, demonstrate to me how this works and and what the point is. And so they're showing me, and as they're doing it, they're looking over at me. And one of my kids, who was 11 at the time, said, This isn't going well, is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Tell me more about why. <laughs> yeah. It was a great discussion point and a launch point to this doesn't really fit in with our values.
1: And here's why you know why. Right, right. Okay. So once the kids have now done the investigation and pitched you, then what's next? Then you're going
2: to get out your calendar and set up a time to talk about it. You don't need to do it the same day they come back to you and say, I'm ready. The the point is to make this a real conversation and something that they can look forward to and feel like they have a voice in. So so set some time aside on the calendar and... um, if you want to, you can be the kind of parent that says, hey, set me up a slideshow. I'd really like to see some slides on this. You can make it into more of a technology adventure <laughs> if you'd like or a homework project. I was a homeschool mom for nine years, so I know all about making projects. <laughs> yes. And this is a great one because it's something they're heavily invested in. And they would probably like to make slides on their favorite game or app just because it'd be fun. Right. So set some time aside on the calendar And then the fifth step is actually, well, the fourth step. So set some time up, have the initial conversation, let them sell it to you. You put in your two cents. You ask a lot of questions. Stay curious as the parent. You don't need to make any judgment right then. Mm -hmm. And then uh, based on that initial discussion, you will say, you know, it just doesn't work with our values or yes, let's try it on a trial basis. Let's give it a week. You never want to say just yes, period, forever. Mm -hmm. Let's try it on a trial basis and then put another meeting in your calendar for the following week so that you have a chance to say, uh, you know, this is a fantastic game. You've been doing really well this week. Let's continue this with this. Or I see that you're slamming around your computer. You are really angry when you get done with this game. It is not working for our family. It's going to be a no for now. We can revisit in a couple of months, but just set up that trial basis so that you have a, a time that's built in um, to revisit.
1: Right, right. And I think that's 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 such a great idea not to just, you know, make it once off. And I just love the whole concept of, as I said, the kids getting involved in it and you really sit. Talking things through. Because I see so many times parents are scared of technology and so will just rather decide, either they just give up and just don't even try and just whatever their kid does, they let them do it. So I see that. Or on the other side, I see parents who's terrified of technology and feel that they aren't equipped to make a good decision about things. And so they just ban everything. And as my dad always said to us growing up, he said the hardest thing to achieve is balance. And I think that this is the way that you're going about it will achieve balance. There's not going to be a, you know, you're not going to really to one side or the other, but you're going to, your kids will be allowed to play games if they fit in your value system and if they're safe. And um, so, you know, and I think every kid will agree that that's quite reasonable. And, and I think it's it to change over time. Right. You know, you can revisit
2: a topic in six months or a year as they have more experience and they get older and they're ready for more, you can revisit. It's not a no forever. It's just a no for right now. And I feel like when kids are little, they need a lot of safety guidance. They need uh, the guardrails is what I ask parents to be is be the guardrails on the information superhighway. As kids get older, there can be more personal responsibility. They can be more in charge of it. You don't want to hold them back forever but they do need to understand the rules and develop their own internal compass along
1: the way. But it's, it's kind of like driving a car, you know, when your kid starts to, well, first of all, your kid just comes along with you in the car and they watch you. And as they're sort of getting closer to driving age, I'm assuming I'm not the only parent who would start to say, okay, now you're going to be, you know, learning to drive soon. Now watch, when I'm pulling up here, I'm looking this way and this way. And you, you start to talk through your decisions and what you're doing um, from a safety point of view. And then, of course, eventually they get their learner's permit and then you're in the car with them. And it's the same kind of thing here is that, you know, you start first of all, okay, I'm a gamer too, so the kids would game with me when they were young. And, and then we'd sort of take it from there. And as they got older, you, you say you let them more and more freedom. And so they eventually... You are letting them, you know, out on the road alone, so to say, and I think that that's the same concept here. Is that you know you you're going to by the time they've left home, you can't determine what they're going to do when they're at college, but hopefully by then they've actually learned how to make wise decisions for themselves, and they don't need you anymore. Exactly, exactly.
2: You're hitting me right in the heart when you talk about driver's ed, because I've got one who (laughs) just got her license and the next will be driving this summer with his permit. So yes, I'm constantly in tricky situations on the road. I'm constantly saying, did you see what that person did? What did I do? And really um, teaching them along the way, because there are so many skills to know. And uh, just because they know how to drive in the best situations doesn't mean when something strange happens that they're equipped to know
1: what to do unless I help them. Right. Now, you know, on that, as I say, I realize that many of our listeners feel like they just, they don't know enough. And so they're worried that they're not going to be well-equipped to actually help their kid make decisions or, you know, to make decisions after their children have spoken to them. So first of all, I mean, I know that you have a, 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 um, a handout that you mentioned to me that's where people can get, that they can sort of guide guide them through this, correct?
2: Yes, I've got the five steps to Yes as a resource for
1: everyone listening. Okay, and I'm going to have a link to that, um, and you can you can uh, grab that and work through it. And then you also have though um, an online course that you mentioned that I thought maybe some of our families would enjoy using the Tech Reset course.
2: Yeah. So what is yes. so?
1: What is that about?
2: This is a course meant for parents of 7 to 14 or 15-year-olds. And in less than 90 minutes, you can learn how to set limits and some limits that are just non-negotiable safety-type limits, like uh, technology stays out of the bedroom after 9 or 10 at night just because uh, nothing good happens after 10 at night. Um, To know how to turn off the internet at night is important so that kids aren't online at 2 in the morning. Um, you learn some basic safety limits to help your kids um, balance that on an offline time. Then we go through a technology contract and the last step is practicing some scripts that parents can use to have what I call a sideways conversation, which is non-judgmental and fact based. So keeping it, keeping it real, Without uh, the typical parent lecturing the child on the things that they're doing wrong or that they need to improve on. Um, So bringing up a fact like, uh, did you know that adults are checking their message, checking their phones 150 times a day? They're picking up their phones to check them. Did you know Mm. that? That seems crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, and starting that way, instead of starting with, you know, I know you're on your phone all the time, starting with just yeah. a fact that has nothing to do with with your child's uh, lack of something, right. starting
1: sideways. Okay, so I think um, listeners go and check out all these things that Lisa has and uh, go and look at her website. And If you found this episode useful, do go and give this podcast a rating and review so that, um, and particularly, you could even mention this specific episode. Uh, if you found this really helpful so that other people can find it and also um, get some use out of it. And in addition, come along to our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. come and join us there. and if you found Lisa's talk really helpful, let me know because I would love to invite her back and I'd love to know that uh, this was really helpful and what other topics you'd like me to get her to come and co- cover on on the podcast. Well Lisa, thank you so much for coming in today. This was fun. Thank you. And uh, listeners, I will see you again. Same time, same place next week.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermeer. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.